Hello and welcome to Is It Fast Live, the weekly magazine program from the team at Is It Fast, where we handpick just like organic fruit from that nice grocery store in West London that nobody can afford, the best stories from the world of automotive, motorsport, and everything relatively speedy in between. Uh, today is a somewhat different show, as in we're actually going to talk about things that are quite interesting and quite relevant. But to make sure that that is the case, we have our ever-faithful skipper at the tiller, it's another guy called Stu. Hello, mate. Hello, sure. Uh, interesting and relevant. I don't think we've got enough in our arsenal to be able to cover both these huge columns of kind of retaining a, a decent podcast. I, I'm a bit worried now. Well, um, I mean, I've I've laid the gauntlet right down. Uh, yeah, really and, have. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I can only imagine goodities coming from the oddities within. So I'm full of it today. This is. This yeah. is over, overtired and undereducated coming to the fore. Uh, but we do have uh, some interesting points to talk about. Uh, we have a very quick recap of where the team were last week as we supported one of the UK's elite motor teams. Search for the next hot thing in motorsport. Uh, too cool for X-Cats. We talk about powerboats ever so briefly. And... Yeah, we're going to have to touch on what happened in Saudi Arabia during the Grand Prix that took place in Jeddah. Pretty mad. <laughs> uh, we, of course, have a quick chat about watches in our TikTok segment. And we finish talking about something that Elon Musk has done. Because let's be honest, he's nearly always doing something a little bit radical every single week. Uh, and Stu's going to talk us through something else he's done. Radical. Not Stu. <laughs> but Elon to the Musk. So a very, very busy show for you today, uh, but one that is worth listening to, if I do say so myself, and I do. Should we start? <laughs> I, I really think we should. I, I want to know a little bit more about what we were up to last week, because yourself and producer Alex spent the week in lovely Scunthorpe. What were you doing there? <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, so last week, we were with the boys and girls of uh, Team Hard, which is, of course, one of the UK's top motorsport teams. They are an elite motorsport team, possibly the biggest in Europe, in fact. Uh, we were there supporting their hunt for the next big motorsport star. Uh, for the last two or three years on the trot, they have run a scholarship scheme where young, well, actually drivers of all shapes and sizes, ages, backgrounds and abilities can apply to uh, have a day of tryouts. Uh, so essentially, you pay a little bit of money just to cover the fuel and the car and the tires. Uh, and then from there, uh, we head across and give what drivers the idea of what it's like during uh, to be part of basically a motor team uh, for a day, which is pretty cool stuff. Uh, so we were there in our capacity as, and I say this in inverted commas, media experts. Yes. So we would have drivers come along uh, and uh, essentially talk to us in front of camera uh, in a very similar way to uh, what you would do and what you would experience as a driver. They, of course, were then put through their fitness paces by British touring car star Aaron Taylor-Smith, who is the current one of the current stars of On The Limit Season 2 uh, on the BTCC 
channels, I think it is, for the British touring car stuff. Uh, and they obviously get to drive. So they go out in a Volkswagen Golf that is cup spec. So the V-Dub Cup, uh, which is one of the many races that take place in the United Kingdom. They have uh, around about, uh, I think it's something like 20 or 30 laps uh, with two elite instructors. Those instructors uh, who are race winners, championship winners in their own right, uh, and they get tuition from top drivers. So it is an incredible, incredible uh, program that they run. Uh, we had over 70 drivers come along across the course. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot. Uh, so we had 70 drivers come across uh, about four days. It was four days. Uh, at Blighton Park, the Janetta Test uh, track in Lincolnshire, which is just outside of sunny Scunthorpe, which is why we were there for the week, living at large. Uh, and the cast of 70 uh, is then whistled down to a number of finalists that I can't reveal uh, yet. Oh, no, no spoilers. Yes, oh. I know. Sorry. Uh, uh, but they're all, everybody who took part was a worthy finalist. Uh, but the finalists have, I believe, been picked and uh, they will then be forwarded to the final, which will be uh, another day somewhere in the UK at one of the top elite racetracks. And they will have the opportunity to shoot it out to win a fully funded drive in the 2022 Super Cup in a Janetta G55. I think it's a G55 or a G56. Either way, it's an incredible... I should have paid more attention. Uh, it's an incredible, incredible prize. So that's... What, what a reward. That's absolutely fantastic. And great to hear that the candidates are getting put for their paces for a number of different aspects, not just the, oh yeah, here's a car, make it go quick. There is so much more to the sport and life in general as a, as a, a motor racing star. Um, Absolutely. Hard. Yeah. Absolutely. And as I said to all the scholars, being a racing driver, nine-tenths of what you do is done away from the racetrack. Uh, you spend a lot of your time dealing with partners, uh, sponsors, uh, all the weird and wonderful things that you have to do to be on the racetrack uh, and talking to people from the media such as ourselves. Uh, no, I and- think we were covered in weird and wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So there we have it. Congratulations to absolutely everybody that took part uh, at the Team Hard Scholarship. It was a pleasure to meet every single last one of you. Uh, it looks like everybody learned something and had a great time. So uh, that is a positive. It was a real pleasure to impart wisdom. Uh, and producer Alex was there as well doing most of the work. Uh, so that was uh, also rather tasty. But thank you to yeah everybody at team hard uh, for having us along and uh trusting us with what is quite a major thing so thank you very much we thank you very much it yeah great to hear alex actually doing something for a change which is fantastic <laughs> um and team hard as well uh, as well as being as you correctly said one of the biggest and best racing teams in Europe, uh, as far as we're concerned. Uh, they were also on uh, another kind of small up-and-coming car show on Sunday night on TV. I believe it's called Top Something or Other. Um, never, never heard of it, mate. Nah, they were helping some kind of former cricketer go through his paces and try and be a uh, a driver. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard. If it's that. not is it fast. I don't, I don't watch it. I've got to be no, honest. no, yeah. no. But yes, they're all over the place. Team Hard. They're pretty yeah. tough to miss. But there we go. I just hope they remember who their friends are. (laughs) I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. But all in a day's work at hard and all at a day's work at fast. And together we are fast and hard. 
I'll let that. Yeah, I'll let that, I'll let that linger. Uh, so, moving from things that go on four wheels, uh, just want to touch upon something pretty cool. Right here on Is It Fast? Right here on Is It Fast? Yes, that's right. We cover lots and lots of things, uh, but we just want to have a bit of a nod to the XCAT World Championships. Now, if you're not aware of what the XCAT is, uh, the XCAT World Championships are powerboat championships that go on. Oh, yeah, that go on around, uh, usually around the world. Uh, they are back. Uh, they've had the first Grand Prix in Fujairah, which is one of the Emirates. And I think you might want to watch a little bit of this. For the second, we've done our job this morning, uh, which was to get the best time. Clearly, we must have done something right because uh, there was a large margin for the, uh, the, the rest of the fleet. So we probably we always have a good setup. It's always a good feeling when the first lap uh, is the good one, you know, and you don't even need to go for the second one. Uh, in, in Italy, in Cinecittà, in movies, we say buona la prima, first good. <laughs> No need to repeat. So yeah, look, we're gonna try to keep keep the good work up. Uh, try to do what we what we've done well this morning, uh, and uh, do the same with the race. We come first. When we entered today the race, uh, we had high hopes of uh, getting number one position. We finished the pole position second today, but we worked hard, we pushed hard. We had a good strategy on the long lap. Our, our radio man did a fantastic job on sending us in, uh, in the right time, the right minute. Thank you for Dubai Police, they did an excellent job by sponsoring us, and, and thank you for everyone. That is aggressive. Uh, so that is the uh, XCAT World Championships. Uh, that uh, the first Grand Prix uh, has just come to its conclusion in Fujairah, uh, one of the Emirates. And why are we excited about this? Well, not only are we covering the highlights of the first round on Is It Fast? I've just been told through my earpiece. Uh, I'm going to be in Dubai as we present the second round of the XCAT Championship. In fact. I'm about to zoom out there to go live on Friday and Saturday. So make sure that you follow the XCAT World Championships on your social media platform of choice to make sure that you don't miss me in Dubai talking about power votes. Uh, if you do miss the, I can't believe it myself. Uh, if you do miss the live action, don't worry, because highlights will be available right here on Is It Fast? Make sure that you follow us on your social media platform of choice. 
to, <laughs> again, so you don't miss me, me talking uh, about the uh, Powerboat Championship. Now, I will admit that my knowledge up until recently of this championship was already exceptional. So the fact that I'm going out there to cover such a fantastic championship is a real honor and uh, just frankly, uh, again, unbelievable. Uh, the Is It Fast branding will be in and around Dubai. So if you're watching this in Dubai and you see me, please don't disturb me. I'm very important and very busy. But do take a, <laughs> do take a photo of the Is It Fast branding uh, and taggers. Why the heck not? Um, it, would be in- it would be incredible. Uh, as we head into the second round of the racing, uh, Dubai police go in, uh, team, Di- t- team Dubai police go into uh, the last few rounds leading the championship, but it's really, really tight. Uh, anybody could be crowned the 2021 champion, uh, but they will be crowned on Saturday, the 11th of December. So that is going to be a real doozy, if I say so myself. It really will be. Um, it's described as extreme power boats, and that's exactly what it is. Massively competitive, spectacular race course, uh, offshore power racing. There's about 13 boats that can go over 200 kilometers an hour on the water. It's absolutely fantastic, but I've, I've got to do this. I've got to air my grievance. They only asked for one shoe from the Is It Fast team. <laughs> so after a passionate best three out of five contest of rock, paper, scissors, you get to go to Dubai and I get to stay here in Kent. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not jealous at all, mate. This this must be how Deck felt when Ant was invited to go to rehab. Uh, this is the only <laughs> thing I can kind of think is what's happening here. They'll, they'll not recognize you because there's only one stew. When we both stand together, um, this is what's going to happen. I know. I, I do love the fact that the Dubai police are leading the championship um, so far. All that money that they've saved on the drink driving test is getting put to an amazing use. Do, do you think their boat's got like a siren and a big flashy light on it? I'm going to um, be honest. It's going to be really quite difficult for me not to make yeah. that exact joke. Uh, yeah. Something about people being pulled over for speeding and then, you know, some sort of wacky races type scenario. Uh, but yes, mm. I think uh, Dubai police ran everybody close last year. So it could be quite quite a thing when we go out there. Yeah. I'm not saying this is how they're doing it, but they think they're frightening the competition by just getting the speed guns out. Right, son, out the boat. Do you know how fast you were going back there? Come on. Uh, I don't know if that's an accurate accent for uh, a Dubai police officer. I believe it is. Um, Must be be roughly like that, yeah. It must have Yeah, I think Uh, that's pretty much it. As I said, I'm extremely jealous, but I can't think of a better presenter. Um, Fantastic. Good luck. Cannot wait to watch it live. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've not done live TV for a long time, so this is going to be interesting. Uh, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, so there we have it. The the uh, XCAP, the, I should start practicing. The UIM XCAP World Championships, the Grand Prix is heading to the glass city of Dubai, and it is going to be one heck of a race. If you're into motorsport, Regardless of whether it's on two wheels, four wheels, in the air, or on the water, this is something that you should watch. As Stu accurately says, two 400 horsepower engines glued onto the back of a catamaran hull doing around about 20 laps at 200 kilometers an hour. Um, I don't think I'm talking out of turn when I say that these pilots are reckless it's a very dangerous pursuit but awesome to watch so if you're a spectator awesome i'm just hoping they don't stick me in one 
while we go round and round. But do tell us in the comments, are you a motorsport fan and you've never really decided that you want to watch motorsport on the sea uh, and this has made you change your mind? Are you into powerboats already and are you looking forward to the last rounds of this year's UIM XCAT World Championships? Because I tell you now, it is going to be a humdinger. According to producer Alex, Humdinger will be available on a T-shirt in the new year. Apparently, I say that an awful, awful lot. But there we have it. Um, one Grand Prix to another. Where do we really start uh, <laughs> to talk about what's happened in the uh, Grand Prix in Jeddah? Do we want to share thoughts on this initially? Because I think... It's a little bit confuzzling. Wasn't it just a bit of a uh, strange setup? It, it truly was, yeah. Um, as we could have discussed in the last pod, the very first time uh, that we'd been to Saudi Arabia, um, some of the drivers and constructors had voiced concerns around uh, how narrow the circuit was at points. And unfortunately, their concerns were well and truly highlighted with many yellow flags, a couple of red flags, um, virtual safety cars, actual safety cars, um, some very tight bends, and yeah, a lot of debris on the track. Mm. It didn't lend itself well to some of the, uh, we've used the word already this evening, but reckless <laughs> um, driving that mm. um, our race leaders like to offer us uh, as entertainment. But it was yeah. also fantastic. Uh, it was literally a, a red flag to a Red Bull, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> we we did have so much uh, in there. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just babbling away here. Um, it was a fantastic watch on a Sunday afternoon. I think, so I think this is the thing, right? So qualifying, it looked like a really, really good track, Okay. I thought this is quick, but it is the second narrowest circuit on on the on the schedule on the calendar. Only Monaco is thinner, if you like, uh, but Monaco is a heck of a lot slower. So it changes everything. I thought these are my these are my takeaways. Max drove like an utter turd burger. I thought mm -hmm. he was awful. I thought he made some really poor decisions. He showed the kind of recklessness and immaturity that's plagued his career. I think Lewis drove like a champion. I think on top of all of that, I think we are we were wrong to put a little tick in the box next to that racetrack. Whoever signed that racetrack off, I don't know what I don't know what brand envelope envelope passed across the FIA table. I don't know what you know, in theory, it, it's perfectly workable. And I, the thing, and I know that racetracks evolve. I know they mature. And this is just go number one, you know, and it probably next year, it starts earlier in the calendar. So there's not the kind of high pressure decisions that will be decided as a result. You know, we go into the final round, Max and Lewis are equal on points going into Abu Dhabi. Arguably, it's now Lewis's to take. But at the same time, and we're going to be there for years now anyway, like there's something like a five-year contract or something, right, with, yeah. with this. So 
we're not good. It's not, you know, they need to, they need to widen it out. I don't care what anybody says. It needs, there needs to be more runoff. Um, it, I, I don't see how they can do that though. Unfortunately, I don't uh, see where that, where that fits. Um, yeah, I do not doubt already. They are drawing up plans to extend uh, the width for the track at one point. Uh, I think it was, <laughs> if I get this wrong, I apologize. The third restart where yeah. on the first bend, you had three F1 cars, Hamilton, um, Verstappen Uncle. and thank you, Oko, were all in a line together. Mm. Um, absolutely crazy. Uh, and I think you're you're right. Verstappen probably lost quite a few fans today because of the dangerous way he was driving. We know F1 drivers take risks; they do it every time they go out, even onto a practice run. But Hamilton showed great maturity for me. Uh, showed that he has well of course he's got what it is to be a champion he's at number seven he's strongly going for number eight right now um they are all tied up equal in points i think uh, verstappen is just ahead but it's down to races one um that he's got the mild mild kind of position advantage uh on the leader table um but there was so many incidents during the race on Sunday, that drivers were on the radios. I'm sure it was Alonso at one point said, yeah, we're on top of problems before we've even found out about them. Um, yeah. And these are guys with Jedi reactions. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, man, because it's, it's just such a, it's just such a, yeah, I just don't get it, you know, and they're not going to, they'll get it better. I think Max, considering his own engineer was telling him, like, Mate, you probably shouldn't have done that. Speaks volumes, really. You yeah. know, I think I think Mercedes are in the ascendancy. I think they're going to be constructors champions again. I mean, they're already pretty much constructors champions after the. the res- I mean, Verstappen get a uh, Bottas getting Ocon on the line by a tenth yeah, of a second. Was, that was I saw one. I felt sorry for Ocon there. Yeah, yeah, I think Esteban Ocon is an absolute. I think he's a gem. I think he's a you know. He's a bit like Hamilton, and he's there on merit. You know, he doesn't come from a wealthy background. He's really had to struggle financially to get to where he's to get the drive you know not saying that other drivers don't but the drive to survive series did a great job of making him you know making him really likable so but there we have it tell us in the comments what do you think of what happened at saudi arabia in the Jeddah at the Jeddah grand prix how do you think it's going to go down at abu dhabi the last race of the season we start as we finish we finish as we started max and lewis tied at the top and it's uh it is a last round shootout everything to play for uh, it's impossible to know what will happen uh it really could be anybody's uh well not anybody's it'll be max or lewis's yeah. but still still could be anybody's uh, but one thing is for sure if you want to keep up with all the latest results from the f1 world championship you need to get yourself this app Results Hub, all motorsport results, all in one place. And now there's an app. Take results with you on the go as we bring you the latest standings from championships around the world. And there's more. Use the app to see who is racing and where with our handy calendar feature. Download the app now. Results Hub, all motorsport results, all in one place. All motorsport results, all in one place. Thanks to the Results Hub app and the website so make sure you go onto your ios app store if you do have an ios phone uh, so an iphone and download results hub completely for free alternatively you can go on the website enter your details for a free profile meaning that you can pick your favorite 
championships from around the world and keep up to date with them because not only do they share results, they also have a handy calendar feature, as Toast of London was telling us there. And next year, there's going to be even more to come. So make sure that you uh, get on board right now so that you don't miss a single thing into 2022. And talking about next year and telling the time, what time is it, Stu? Oh, I, I want to hand the um, the reins over to you. I want you to say it today for special reasons. On you go. <laughs> what time is it, Stu? It's time to TikTok. So it's a very special show. It's a special TikTok today, isn't it? To a degree. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So uh, every single week we scour the internet for the latest from the world of watches and things that go on your wrist to help you tell the time. But this week, rather than scouring the internet for something different, uh, well, we kind of put our money where our mouth was a little bit. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had a timepiece on the show. It was a Tissot, Stu will remind me, a Tissot PRX. Power uh, Matrix. Power Matrix. Power Matic. That's the one. Matic. Something like that. My apologies. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. I think it's something like that. Uh, well, we don't just pay lip service. Uh, to the products and services that we share on this show for zero remuneration. See, results are paid to be here. But <laughs> but we also do genuinely believe in the things we're talking about. Some of the watches on TikTok we like, some of the watches on TikTok we don't. Uh, but when we had the Tissot PRX on the show, I liked it so much that I didn't stop talking about it. It was my birthday a couple of weeks ago, and I got bought one. And so oh. I just want, yeah, I know, it's lovely. So I just want to give uh, a review, <laughs> if I may, of the Tissot PRX. Uh, so that's what it looks like uh, in the kind of marketing bump that they send out. Uh, so beautiful watch. Uh, so for those who don't know, though, or those of you who are listening, uh, it is a, uh, what would you call this strap, Stu? What would you call it? Uh, metallic chain uh, metallic strap. Yeah. That's a goodness. Well, nicely done. With a nice blue bezel, uh, mm. simplistic face. Uh, now, I actually got gifted this by my better half because I would Aww. not stop talking about it. I was looking at it all the time and I thought this, you know, we review so many watches on TikTok that if we were to buy every single one we liked or throw shade at every single one we didn't, we'd, we would have A, no money and B, wouldn't actually be invited anywhere. Uh, mm. So uh, when this arrived uh, under my birthday tree, I was very, very happy. So I don't know how well we can see that. So nope. gone for the... Nice and clear. Yeah. Nice oh. blue uh, uh, bezel there, uh, nicely yeah. weighted. Uh, so I had to get four links taken out of this one, just for anybody who's wondering. I have an average size wrist, apparently. I don't know, uh, kind of. Uh, and it fits absolutely perfectly. It does have a bit of a weird double class strap that I personally have never oh. experienced. No, I do like the double class. Uh, the double clasp strap, if I may yeah. say that. Um, yes, yes. That is an absolutely oh, beautiful watch. I absolutely love the, the blue kind of petrol face on it. And it's a cliche, 
but it is absolutely timeless. Uh, this is something that was uh, obviously a, a redo of the 1970s version of it, but it is still as equal and classy today. Um, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, I wish <laughs> I had a sugar mama that looked after me uh, like that, I've got to be honest. Um, but when you're as subtle as a flying brick, I can just imagine... <laughs> the amount of hints you are dropping for this. So, I mean, so. just first of all, can I just give a nod to our colleagues at QVC, which is what we've just turned into there? Yeah, really uh, is. Uh, 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 which was quite quite the thing. Uh, yes, you are completely correct, Stuart. I was about as subtle as a flying house brick going through an exclusively all glass building uh, when I was like, "Oh, isn't the Tissot nice? Oh, we reviewed the Tissot on uh, TikTok, and do you know what? I reckon it's really good. Do you know what I like? Things back from the eighties, a little bit like Tissot." And uh, do you know what? I really enjoy it. I wore it out. Uh, I've enjoyed wearing it. It does go with a multitude of different mm. uh, uniforms. No, that's yeah. not the word. You know what I mean? Uh, and en- Ensemblers. Uh, ensemblers. Uh, it is a fantastic, fantastic entry into the world mm. of uh, Swiss watch ownership if you've never had a Swiss watch before. Uh, it's got the chain... Uh, and the metallic-y, uh, what's it called? Strap. There we go. Uh, watch professional, not. Uh, the metallic strap uh, actually gives a lot of play. So something that you can't get from uh, most of the internet is you can't really see. So look how much play there is. So it yeah. means the face isn't so big, actually. Uh, but the main thing is, uh, if you are a avid watcher or listener of TikTok, uh, and you wonder just how honest we are if we say we like something we really like it uh to the point where obviously i didn't spend my own money because i'm as tight as they come but i did manage to essentially bully my friends and family into buying me one uh for my 33rd birthday i know i don't look any older than 24 uh, no, but no you really don't it's uh, so there we go so if any of my friends family acquaintances colleagues are watching this uh, there are many more watches that we've reviewed on tiktok that both Stuart and myself have really enjoyed feel completely free with the fat gray man that is santa coming very soon to put your hands into your pockets and give us what frankly we deserve which is more watches that we've reviewed on tiktok uh, but just want to say a massive thank you to uh to my other half for buying me one of these thanks uh, but also uh thank you to tissot for making such a beautiful timepiece uh it is a very very lovely addition to my collection and should be a very nice addition to yours uh it's not the most expensive watch in the world but i tell you what it feels like a million dollars I can mm. tell you that now. So there we go. I really like the depth of the face as well. Sometimes yes. you get these and they're overly chunky um, or they think, oh, it's a bit thin here. It's not got the quality. So I've got this absolutely right. And it's got a kind of a, a power reserve, I suppose you maybe call it, of about 80 hours from memory. Yes, um, so, I'm t- so I'm told. It's also so, got a very nice crown, if I may say. Mm. Uh, so, which I learnt is the proper name for the Twizzly thing, uh, only very recently. Uh, so, I think we'll stick with Twizzly thing. People yeah, Twizzly thing. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, you hope so. Uh, it turns into a very different show very quickly. But there we have it. Thank you very, very much uh, for that. I enjoy it hugely. Uh, well, I hope you and- enjoy your watch, mate. You deserve it. <laughs> Thank and happy you. Happy birthday as well. Yes, of course, because I was, of course, away while my birthday mm. was taking place. Uh, and I won't be back for weeks to on end now anyway. Uh, so that'll be good. 
Thank you very much, Boris Johnson, for making sure I quarantine for a thousand years when I get back. But let's not talk about that. Uh, so there we have it. Tell us in the comments, what do you think of the Tissot PRX Powermatic? Was it one that you watched on the show earlier on in the year? And did you enjoy it then? And now that you've seen me showing off with it, uh, do you want one more? Uh, believe me, it really is worth it. It's a lovely, lovely watch. And on that note, talk ticked. Uh, but we're moving on to something awesome now. Hi, other Stuart here. You're tuning in to Is It Fast? So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, more than a couple of weeks ago, quite a, mm. uh, back when it was sunny and warm, Stuart and myself uh, headed into a uh, field, <laughs> as is our but, want. Please qualify this quickly. It <laughs> is related to work. Uh, we headed into a field uh, to experience the world of remote control car racing. Uh, so the competitive world of RC racing. Uh, we do have a slightly shorter show for you this evening, which is why we're giving you this. So if you head over to our YouTube channel, our Facebook, uh, and anywhere else that you can get a hold of videos, you can watch the full length episode of when we went to uh, a field out the back of Beyond in Kent to experience the world. Look at that. It's crazy. To experience the world of remote control. Look how happy Stu is there. Look. Oh, yeah. look at me. I've got an RC car. Uh, so these cars are insanely quick. They're pretty dangerous things. Uh, we heard some amazing stories of people suffering from actual bodily harm as a result of these. And the only way you're going to hear these incredible stories from the guys and dolls at uh, the... Uh, uh, associated remote control car uh, clubs. Uh, mm. I think it was Barham, Barham Remote Control Club in Kent. Uh, then you are going to have to head over uh, and click the links and head over to our YouTube channel uh, to watch the full thing. I promise you it is worth watching. It is a real eye-opener into uh, just how fast small bits of plastic can go and how entertaining, in turn, it can be. Yeah, we had a fantastic morning with the RC car guys. I still cannot believe how quick they are. Um, as Stuart said, you've got to watch the footage. These things are fast uh, and they take a lot of punishment as well. These guys definitely put them through their paces and these cars just keep going. Um, I will say we did wimp out. We were offered a go and we're thinking, no, I'm just going to drive this straight into a wall and absolutely annihilate somebody's I don't want to say toy because they're far beyond toy. This isn't a Tyco RC. It's in the name or whatever the advert was from like back in the day. I remember. Um, but these these things are something else. Like, a lot of engineering, uh, yeah. and the guys are very passionate about it. They are very skilled as well. They're able to do a lot of tweaking and changing to adjust the cars in between race times. Um, a really entertaining way to to spend a Sunday morning. It, it really was. Yeah, they're, they're far more than toys. They're thousands of pounds yeah. worth of equipment, aren't they? Um, but yes, to get an exclusive insight into what it's like uh, and uh, frankly watch me and other Stu kind of lose our minds a little bit, uh, then make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, our Facebook. Uh, the links are clickable now. There we go. Just leave a little pause just to make sure they come up. Uh, and uh, yeah, make sure that you uh, enjoy the, the the footage as much as you can. If you do want to get into it, it's actually a little bit easier than you might think. 
then please do um, Google how to get into it because I'm pretty sure I'm going to put the wrong links up. So that'll be fine. Uh, but the uh, latest in our Stewie Theroux <laughs> series of <laughs> programming uh, where Other Stew shows us around uh, what it's like to be in this rather interesting and frankly niche motorsport arena, but still something incredible. It's incredible to watch. So there you go. Uh, make sure you head over and watch that uh, and share it around because it's um, quite apt for the time of year. Uh, you can wa- you can watch some lovely sunny heat uh, when it frankly isn't anymore. I mean, not for me. Obviously, I'm in Dubai, so it's fine. But there we go. I uh, don't know if I mentioned that, though. I'm going to be the presenter of the UIM XCAT World Championships as it enters its final rounds. The Grand Prix in Dubai, the Glass City, the land of excess, the land of the Emirates. Remember, fly Emirates. Emirates, give me some free tickets or an upgrade, please. Thank you. Um, that'll be lovely. And we're going to end on something quite surprising. But first... Here's a double TCR UK champion. Hi, I'm Lewis Kent, and you're watching Is It Fast? Just in case you forgot that, Lewis Kent telling you all that you are watching and listening to Is It Fast Live. Make sure that you follow us on your social media platform of choice to make sure that you keep up with not just our live ramblings and, frankly, online therapy sessions that we shouldn't be beaming out to you guys live across the internet, but also... Highlights and live action from the latest world of motorsport around the world. Interesting programming like the Stewie Theroux series where we go and look at things like did, RC Did we cars. land on that name? I, I don't remember signing off on this. You didn't sign off on it, but now I'm saying it. It's happening. Uh, yeah. And we're probably going to get sued by the BBC or by Louis Theroux. But hey, bring it on. Uh, no, don't. Please don't bring it on. We're sorry. Oh. We redact it. We retract it. And mm. you know what? You were right. We were wrong. Uh, but... You brought us a very interesting story to finish on, haven't you, Stu? I have that. Our good friends at Tesla um, are always very inventive and in coming up with new things. <laughs> so effectively, they have come up with this new device called uh, a CyberQuad. <laughs> and it is an ATV, an all-terrain vehicle for kids. What could possibly go wrong? Uh-huh. Um, Basically, uh, it features a full steel frame, uh, cushioned seat, adjustable suspension, um, r- rear disc braking, LED uh, light bar, uh, allows up for a 15-mile range um, and a configurable top speed of about 10 miles an hour. So if you want to injure your child this Christmas, um, that's right, people, your child can be a paraplegic before he's a teenager. Um, this apparently is ideal for ages eight and up. Do, do, do you find to put that on the box like it's Lego? Um, eight and I, up feels yeah. really silly to me, if I'm honest with you. Kind of does. But here we do have a Christmas toy that actually does come with batteries, which is fantastic. And it will take about five hours um, for a battery to have a full charge. Um, obviously, it looks very much like the previous uh Tesla um, cyber vehicle that they had. I can't remember. It was the cyber something. I'm letting myself down here. Cyber. Um, they had a cyber truck, didn't they? That yes, was that was it. It's it's got the same kind of Microsoft Paint meets Minecraft straight line design. Um, for it, I've probably seen faster wheelbarrows, but <laughs> I want to know who's signed off on this as an amazing idea for a kid's toy. There we go. Um, and if you're watching, you can see a kid 
tanking it in this quad thing, yeah. uh, which is fair enough. Thanks to the guys at uh, whatever. I can't remember who did this. But it's Tesla. It, yeah. Is it te- no, no, yeah, people who filmed it. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't care. That, you know, if they find us, sorry, mate. You know, you're on the internet. Uh, yeah, I think this is probably um, the quickest way, as you say, to make sure your child who gets into A&E over the New Year period. Uh, how, do you know how much they are? Can you tell us how much they cost? Have you told us? Uh, yes, I believe um, they are uh, $1,900. Um, nine thousand one hundred. No, no, one thousand nine hundred dollars. One thousand nine hundred dollars. Right. Okay. And okay. they are completely and utterly sold out. I believe that. Yeah, and orders are not guaranteed to arrive prior for the holidays. That is officially from <laughs> Tesla. I mean, um, that is that is next level. It's. A, I'm a I, bit upset that they're only for children. If I'm honest. Yeah, only available in America, so please make sure that your uh, medical insurance is up to date because you will be going to the hospital with your kid. Right. Or, so, it's, or it's kind of like limp corpse, one or the so other. Let, yeah. let me just get this completely straight. In the land of litigious l- l- uh, lawsuits, they're giving mm. children from the age of eight and above the opportunity to scoot about on a quad bike yeah. that's, I mean... The- that looks like it's got a really high center of gravity as well, so it's going to be asking for trouble. It kind of is asking for trouble, isn't it? I mean, yeah. let's all be let's be honest. But there we go. Interesting development there from the world of, uh, I mean, what irresponsible parenting is that something to yeah. say? The world of irresponsible parenting, I think so. Yeah. But the Tesla Cyberquad, thanks, Stu. That worry, I do want one. Uh, tell us what <laughs> you think. Is the Tesla Cyberquad exclusively for kids? Just a gimmick? The answer is, of course, yes. Uh, or is it a viable mode of transportation for children from eight years and above? Will it change the way that our cities and countryside look forever? Will it give children in the United States the opportunity to learn about to be learning about being a responsible road and country track user? I am, of course, saying all this tongue in cheek. It is a total waste of time unless you've got kids that want to go quick for nineteen hundred dollars. Uh, interesting. It is cool, though. It's legitimately very cool. I will give it that. Oh, it certainly looks amazing. I will give it that. But... It does look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Clever clever Tesla marketing. I'm not surprised they're sold out. Um, you know, $1,900 to some people is not a lot of money. So that's uh, a well done. But the Tesla Cyberquad, is it a precursor to a full-size Cyberquad? That's Really, what we want to know. I think probably he's slowly taking over the world one type quad of vehicle, bike at a time. one quad yeah. bike at a time. He's converting them into Elon Musk youth, getting them early doors, oh. isn't he? It's just building a small army. Discuss. <laughs> uh, but there we go. The Tesla Cyberquad. Thank you very much for bringing that to our attention, Stu. Uh, I'm sure parents everywhere will be fuming if they're young and keeps. Uh, keeps up uh, beyond seven o'clock at night and spots that on is it fast live uh, because mm. it's um it's yeah quite definitely does attract children uh, if you are listening it basically looks like a tesla Cybertruck, but a quad bike so yeah. they have use use your imagination oh, kids, they are cool yeah oh yeah they're really really cool what well, kids are cool mm. or the no i'm saying kids this is cool yeah. Ah, comma. So, so it is cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but it is. Kids might be cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't met many. Uh, mm. But it is <laughs> with the Cyberquad, 
that we do have to finish tonight's show. Just a quick reminder, make sure that you do head over to our YouTube channel or our social media platforms to make sure that you follow us to keep up to date with all the latest news. I was going to say transfer news. I'm not Jeff Stelling. This isn't how this works. It's because we've got the video printer, though. You honestly think (laughs) Yeah. That's what's doing it. Oh I'll, my God. I'll put a yellow tie on. I'll be Jim White next week. Yeah. Tev- Tevez has gone to West Ham. Um, <laughs> it's been a yellow card. Red card. Is it? <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us on your social media platform of choice to keep up with all the latest news from the world of motorsport, automotive, and everything in between, up to in- including water motorsports, which, of course... The highlights will be coming to Is It Fast next week. But if you want to watch it live, then do feel free to head over to our friends at the UIM XCAT World Championship pages to watch my face talk about the XCAT, but mainly to watch some cool powerboats do what they do. Thank you, as always, to my host with the most other stew, who is, of course, anchoring a very important program where we explore the trials and tribulations of RC cars giving you all the information and entertainment you might possibly want from that world of electric racing. Trust me, it is not one you want to miss. But until next week, where we will be live with maybe Christmas hats on. I don't know. It is the day before our Mm. Christmas do, so we could get a little bit loose. Uh, (laughs) uh, Thank you very much for watching. Of course, thank you very much for listening as well. And until Next time, stay safe and catch you soon. Ha, 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 ha.